If you want to go to, like, a 50s or 60s themed diner and get fingered, Jesus Christ, at least go to Winstead's. They can't afford to turn the lights up above 50%. English majors, the podcast where I, a business major, make my friends almost all business. Oh no. Excuse me, everyone. I have heat oh my exhaustion. Gosh. My brain is soup. Um, I make my friends who are English majors read popular fiction with me. This month, I do have an actual English major on. It is my friend Kayla. Kayla, hello. Hello. How many times have you had heat exhaustion this summer? Twice. This is this is the Twice. second round. I yeah. swear this feels like the fifth or sixth time you've had it. Yeah, I think it's because it took me a really long time to get over the first the first batch. This time it was because I like started feeling bad at the end of the day at work, but we had the big like company party, so that was like outside. Also, I nursed one cider over three hours. And then when we left at, like, 8.30, I made Sam stop at a gas station to buy ibuprofen and Pedialyte because I literally felt like I was going to die on the car ride home. I from, got home. From a dropped single every- cider. Well, I think it was just, like, uh, accumulation of heat exhaustion. Okay. So, like, what I'm saying is I did not wake up this morning hungover. Like, I... Got home, walked in the back door, dropped everything on the ground, and walked straight into my room and got in the bed. Got in the bed, like, and like did not move for like fifteen minutes, and then like eyes closed because my head hurt so bad. Like, got up to brush my teeth and change into my pajamas. Like, it was actually very, very bad. Wait, so the I first woke up this time morning. Or this time. This morning. This time. Uh, Last time, I just, like, it came on really slow, and then I was just like, oh, shit, I have it. And last night, I was like, oh, fuck me. Like, I'm so sick. So I'll go to work tomorrow and kind of go from there. I quit, like, using my cooling towel as much, and, like, like, I was eating, like, four popsicles a day two weeks ago. Like, especially in the heat of the afternoon. You need to get your numbers up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I I was doing the thing that, like, people who are on antidepressants but don't want to be on antidepressants do, which is they, like, take their antidepressants until they feel better, and then they're like, oh, my God, I don't have depression anymore. And then they stop taking their... Yeah. (laughs) And they stop taking their antidepressants. That is what I am doing with coping with What's the heat water okay. and i well no i'm like drinking a lot of water i had gatorade on the car ride home i had gatorade at work i had electrolyte powder when i got home i think it just got past me again and like once it gets past you like you, basically heat exhaustion is when your like blood is overheating is my understanding and then your like body has a really hard time finding equilibrium again and, like, once you're past that ability to find equilibrium point, like, you can't electrolyte yourself Stroke. out of it, unfortunately. Um, something not related to this at all, but today I am wearing Kennedy's fancy AirPods that are noise-canceling, and they make it very hard to hear myself speak. And I fear it is going to cause me to have a speech impediment. I feel like I'm learning how to talk again. <laughs> well, but I'm not meant to engage with technology this advanced. Uh, for for everyone's knowledge, this advanced, because I have a different <laughs> guest on every month. And I don't want to be like, okay, let me deliver a microphone all over the Kansas City area. Is... We talk to each other on Discord on our computers, and then we record voice memos on our phones, and I put them together. So that's the like really advanced technology, Kayla. The, adva- the advanced technology I'm engaging with are the new AirPods because my personal AirPods are like first gen. They're very old, 
they're not super great. They don't even stay in my ears. But these ones are so, so, so nice. And I fear that I am actually screaming in the apartment right now because I can't hear anything. And I think that you can turn that off on these, but I really have absolutely no idea how to. I don't know either. I think I have maybe the second generation of AirPods. I got them in 2020. I went to Target with uh, Kennedy and Kayla the other day after we went to the Barbie movie. And Kennedy was like looking at phone cases. Guys, they don't even sell phone cases at Target for my phone anymore. And like there was like one AirPods case that would fit on my AirPods and the rest of them were for the new AirPods. So I have a feeling that whoever the CEO of Apple is right now is going to break my phone in the next six months. My oh, my phone is so busted. I need a new one so badly. But I just found out how much teachers make. I just found out I'm making so much less than I thought I was. Like, how am I ever supposed to do anything? Well, you're not going to pay rent for the first year. So it'll be okay. True, however, I I had some poor spending intentions set up, and now uh, I've had that taken away from me. What were your poor spending intentions? What were you going to do? I was going to buy everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go gonna, on, go on. Like, I'm going to buy 10 pairs of shoes. <laughs> Oh, no, when I'm I... like, I gonna do phone, I'm gonna get you shoes, I'm gonna buy a shirt, I'm gonna buy a frisbee bag, I'm gonna buy a car. No, I'm not. Well, I don't know. When I first started working at Cerner, I got my first paycheck and I spent literally the entire thing on things I needed for Cerner. And we got like back from our shopping trip and I was with my mom and I was like, is this going to happen every paycheck? Am I just going to spend all the money every paycheck? And she was like, no, like, that's not going to happen. You just, like, have needs you need to meet to, like, be in a new job. So, yeah. I like, was really like, I'm going to order three cocktails with every meal. Oh, my God. Well, when I was in my not drinking alcohol phase because of my terrible body, I was buying dessert at restaurants. Like, my friends would get, like, $15 cocktails, and I would be like, and for $8, I will be getting the most delicious piece of cake anyone has ever eaten. Oh. And you know what? That kind of banged. Yeah, you should go back to that since one cider has you in the ambulance. I literally woke up from a nightmare that, like, Sam was having to take me to the ER. So, I really, yeah, I am, I really am ailing. But that's okay. I've stopped having as many hot and cold flashes, and I don't feel freezing, and I'm drinking lots of water, and I helped Sam move some of his stuff in, and it didn't make me feel like I was going to drop dead. So, Do like, you think that maybe you're just pregnant? No, I don't think that I'm pregnant. I think you're borrowing trouble. <laughs> you could be. No. Right. I don't I don't think I could be. You never know until you check. You know, I do think about that because I have this IUD and so like who knows? Because you're like not supposed to get a period even though I still kind of am. And, like, when I first got it, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy, like, those dipstick tests from Amazon, and I'm just going to, like, test once a month. Just to be sure. Just to be safe. And I, like, have never done that. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. Oh, my God. Well, everyone is. Kayla, I am not pregnant. <laughs> but you know who is pregnant? Every Clarity. main character in a calling yeah. theater book. True. Wow. What um, a segue. Yeah, that's... That's kind of why I accuse you of being pregnant. Oh, I just took too long to to pick up the pick up the joke. Okay, everyone. Colleen Hoover, but with, this is I guess I should explain. This is comparison contrast month. Week. Jesus Christ. This is comparison contrast week, which means that we've read our three books for the month and now we're going all in on talking about 
what we like from the author, what we don't like from the author, if we think there's merit to the books, if we don't think there's any merit to any of them, if we have any better recommendations for like current fiction or like current thrillers or anything like that. Um, so we're going to start, start with, off with books that suck dick. Yeah, I would agree. So I literally don't know if I have access to the audio file anymore, but maybe I'll cut in Sam's little intro here. Please. Anyway. Okay, I'll work on it. Thank you. This is the All My Friends Are English Majors pod. The only podcast to ask, does this book suck dick or rock cock? Kayla and I are in agreement about these. It ends with us and ugly love, terrible. Suck dick. Terrible. Dick. Awful. Suck. Not fun. Dick. Yeah. Like, these books suck dick more than Verity does in her entire book. (laughs) You would think that Verity would suck dick because of how many blowjobs are in it. However, not only is she sucking dick, she's rocking cock. Hey, <laughs> complete 180 on this book after reading the other two. I'm like, actually, is Verity a good book? Because, well, okay, so it's not good. But, uh, well, it's not well written. But it is fun. It's so fun. The, the longer I'm away from it, the more I'm like, Damn, that was so fun. I think the reason that we like Verity is because Verity is camp. And it ends with us, and Ugly Love is, like, so... They're both so serious. And it's like, oh, um... uh, I don't think you're written well enough to be this serious. No, absolutely not. But I also think that I have brain worms from reading all of the Goodreads reviews like all the praise that she gets i'm like whoa am i wrong but i don't think that i am i'm not i'm not wrong but you're uh, not wrong is maybe the most unintentionally funny book i've ever read (laughs) so i actually had a brainworms moment today i redownloaded anytime that i'm sick i redownload instagram just to like have something to scroll on for the day while I sit on the couch watching the Hillsong yeah. documentary. And I saw the girl that I roomed with in DC who, and she was posting all about It Ends With Us and It Starts With Us and was being like, I'm so glad I opened my heart to these. Like, they are so good. And it was like, oh my God. And, like, another influencer that I follow who went to Truman, like, she also a couple of months ago. An influencer who went to Truman? Um, she's got, I'll talk to her. I actually really like her and really like her content, so I'm not going to shit on her on the pod for liking, um, Colleen Cooper. But I can tell you later. Um, You could just put it in the Google Doc for me. Oh, I could put it in the Google Doc for you. That's true. She was posting and recommending Colleen Hoover because... Um, and being like, these are so, so, so good. And I knew I had all these preformed opinions about It Ends With Us as being bad because it's a Colleen Hoover book. And I knew what my stance was on Hoover before I read her. And then she was posting it about, about it. And I was like, I don't know, like, maybe I... Maybe I do need to reevaluate and read one of these. No. No. She is not a good writer. It's just really not for me, also. That's, like, a big part of it, is I really don't think it's super well written. But if I like the story enough, I think I could get past that. But the stories just really are not for me. No, I agree. Actually, no, I don't agree. I like stories like this. Like, I like romance. I read a lot of romance. I like 
read two romance books so fast this week because they were so excellent. And I, like, really, really enjoyed them. And, like, I never had to put it down because my secondhand embarrassment was so bad that I couldn't keep reading. You know? And I had to do that with all three of these books multiple times. Because I was like, no. genre is not for me. And so that is where I struggle. Well, as the residence romance, resident yes. romance reader on this podcast, these are not good romances. I just, I also want to clarify, I'm not dogging on enjoying romance. I just, personally, it is not my preference. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like all of the books that you've recommended to me have been like, I think you've recommended a lot of women going through weird times in their lives books to me. Yeah. Yeah. What am I if not a woman going through a weird time? Amen. I, oh, I had the weirdest time in Branson yesterday. Oh, okay. Tell me about Branson. It it actually wasn't that weird, but it felt, oh my god, there's, so there's a Trump Depot store Sick. in Branson. And they have, like, this little shopping district. Well, everything is, like, a little district. Um, I'm, I'm so obsessed with Branson. Like, I think it's so ridiculous and kitschy and fun. And I love stuff like that. Like, the whole town is basically a big roadside attraction. Like, there's a Ripley's Believe It or Not museum. There's a Titanic museum. Like, lots of zip lining, lots of, like, ridiculous mini golf. And I really eat that up. But in their, like, one of their little shopping, like, I guess downtown districts, like, every other store has, like, a bunch of Trump stuff and a bunch of, like, there's a shirt that said, like, when I die, don't let me vote as a Democrat. Like, and just, like, a bunch of, like, weird, aggressive t-shirts outside of every other store. And it just is, like, oh... Well, I adore this town, and I think it's so fun, but I also deeply don't feel welcome here. But I had the best chicken fried chicken I've ever had in a restaurant next to one of the crazy t-shirt stores. Chicken fried chicken or chicken fried steak? Chicken fried chicken. Is that just fried chicken? It is, yeah, it is literally just fried chicken, but that is what it says. Oh my god. That's so funny. Yeah, it was, it was so... It was so, 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 so good. Yeah, I haven't had really good fried chicken in a while. Okay. Yeah, the mashed potatoes were also crazy. Well, okay, so I know I can relate this to Colleen Hoover, don't worry. Okay, um, tie it in, tie I, it in. Yeah, I I don't know if I would prepare chicken fried chicken and mashed potatoes with my coochie out. But it was so good, I couldn't get my coochie out afterwards. It was so good. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So, unfortunately, I'm going to have to dock you two points because we have been... Our first review ever was a text to you. And all it said was that we need to stop saying coochie on the pod. So, for oh, the rest of the yeah, night... Okay. And this we, is an even better spot. So, thank you for bringing that up, Emily. An anonymous Did you, listener Is that the me. second time in your life you've ever called me Emily? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> calling you Emily feels like doing a little bit. It's like I'm calling you a nickname. <laughs> that isn't real. Um, okay, so are we just going to circle back to pregnancy then? Yeah. Because okay. what gives you, pregnancy, coochie, the connection's right there. Yeah, that's so true. That's but so true. Somebody texted me. I won't say who. I won't dox this person on the pod right now. But they were they texted me and I'll I'll read it verbatim since my phone oh, is excellent. right here. Oh, no. Not that it needs to be exact, but this person said, I need Tuck to stop saying coochie in the pod. I cannot cope. And I said I think it's fun. Other person said, I think any other word is better. You guys use the word pussy so many times that I have no qualms, but I cannot with coochie. 
So, okay. on the Google Doc in front of us, I have created a list of coochie alternatives. <laughs> None of which Colleen Hoover is brave enough to write down in her books. But I have them here for us. Uh, we'll start, we can start with our favorites. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about the category first, which is, okay. why is Colleen Hoover afraid to say ass and other questions we have about her smile? Her, she grabbed my rear. That was Backside? Crazy. We're gonna say backside? Behind? Seriously? Look. Like, Look. you're getting raw dog in the kitchen and you won't say ass. Yeah. Like, I didn't have that much trouble with the way that she, like, talked about the actual active sex. But I was kind of like, the way she talked about foreplay was very strange. It was kind of like, we can write about fucking and that's not that dirty. But anything that is, like, foreplay and, like, for a woman's pleasure. Like, like, Lily Blossom Bloom writes about... When she is, like, describing, like, having an orgasm, she will, like, be like, and it rocked. Girl! That was Why are you talking like that? That was awesome. Like, with a period between each word. I won today. (laughs) Look, I think... That if you think it is so crazy for you to have an orgasm in your relationship, then you need a new boyfriend. Like, or girlfriend. Like, if you're like, it's so crazy that I have a partner who wants to make me come. Like, that was just a problem in It Ends With Us. Verity did not suffer the same. That's true. That's true. So I would like to review the list. Okay. Oh, well. The list of alternatives. Yeah. What's your favorite from the list? My favorite is my- Cooter. Okay. Yeah. Like she's getting she's getting beard burn on her Cooter. <laughs> that was crazy. Beard burn so bad it could scar. Like that's outrageous. E- no, every time that Colleen like tried to be like, "Oh, and this extra sexy thing she made it weird like like i think my issue with colleen hoover's smut and the way that i don't feel about other romance writers is all of the smut she wrote she wrote like it was a spectacle and like Mm -hmm. the thing about romance and like i guess essentially like the romance that has porn in it like it's not really a spectacle like Oh, I don't really want to read something that, like, treats sex as if it is anything between, like, I don't know. I, like, don't want to read about sex as a spectacle. I, like, want to read about, like, two people who really want to fuck each other's brains out. Like. Oh, my God. Like. I don't know. I'm trying to describe this clearly. Um. I think that the funniest one on this list is, well, I, there's a tie on, like, funniest between, like, Cookie and Beaver. Like, both of those are very funny, but I think I might say front butt the rest of the pod. Front butt. So the list I, that I compiled was Cooter, parentheses, my favorite, Pussy, Punani, Vag, Cunt, Snatch, Cookie, parentheses, Ew. But JJ, Fanny, Lady Bits, Downstairs, parentheses, ooh, boring, tomato, tomato. Um, instead of saying coochie, I could just say, oh, like, dinner, um, crotch, bits, fever, vagine, which I hate for no reason. I fucking hate when people say vagine that is so annoying to me it's like saying tarjay yeah shut the fuck up to me yeah uh and then muff and front butt yeah i don't really feel like i have anything to add there so i looked up a i like did what i could with my brain which was a lot (laughs) 
Um, and then I googled a list of, like, terms for vagina, and it was horrifying. The number one on the list, and I could not believe my eyes, was panty hamster. No! No! No, no, no. That's insane. No, that's That's insane. That's horrible. Who said that? Who said that? Like, who is saying that? So, is the imp... Pan... Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. Right? And then I also chose to leave out any, like, taco mentioning. That just kind of grosses me out. Yeah. And then, like... Um... Like references to roast beef. I was like, now these just feel like we hate women. Roast beef? Like, meat curtains. Oh! Oh! Gross. We're being mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. This is a good list, though. Yeah, um... Drop in the comments on the Instagram after you listen to the pod what your your favorite coochie alternative is. Um, <laughs> to me, there is no alternative to coochie. It's a must. <laughs> <laughs> but we're trying to respect the listener's wishes. Listener. Um, yeah. But that's okay. okay. Let's see. Yeah. I don't... I just think that if you think that Colleen Hoover's smut is good, like, it's not. And you should, like, I don't know. So I was talking to my friend about this, and she's the one who actually recommended the romances that I really liked this week. And she was basically like, well, I really like book talk. I just don't like Colleen Hoover book talk. And so, like, there are places on the internet that you can end up that are actually giving good book recommendations. But, like, there's, like, Colleen Hoover book talk, and there's also, like, mafia book talk and that sort of thing where, like, oh, my God, Bailey will send me the craziest recommended reels because we, like, both will just, like, we have to watch them because we have to see what the crazy punchline is. Good news. I'm back on Instagram so I can look at the videos Bailey is sending me. Okay, this one is... When she's fighting with the seven-foot-tall assassin, oh, there we go, assassin, so she angrily spits on his face, but instead of getting mad, he smiles and says, open your mouth, my turn. No. She's accidentally assigned to the deadliest criminal in the prison. He unalives a guard. And, here, I'm waiting for it to bounce back, and breaks out of his cell just to hold her through a thunderstorm. That's, he murdered a guard so that he could hold her during a thunderstorm. Oh, no. When you're, um, no. Here, I'll read you another one. When you're warming up with twin brother cowboys and one orders you not to swallow and spit it in the other's mouth instead. That's the kind of shit that, like, Is on Colleen Hoover book talk and, like, mafia book talk and, like, the, like, straight-up just, like, porn book talk. I am like my audio quality is too good to be hearing this. (laughs) These AirPods are locking those words into my ears. Criminal. It's criminal. Like, it's really, like, that should be a 3K fanfic. And there should be tags, and, like, people should be able to avoid them. But instead, I'm seeing that shit on my Instagram Explore page. You know, it's tailored to you. Because the Instagram algorithm is getting worse. Also, because I, I'm telling you, I have to know what fucking batshit thing is gonna be on the next slide. Like. Oh my gosh. Well, and they're all named something like his kiss or like her big cowboy. 
like they're all like three words <laughs> and like tell you it's so wild it's so wild so like there's two sides to book talk and like there are people who are re- recommending legitimately good fiction or nonfiction, and then there are people who were like what is the craziest thing i can read right now there's a girl who used to live in a bus who now just runs like a bookstagram and she said she read like 13 mafia romances in like four days and i was like go to therapy go to therapy you can't even be enjoying them anymore it's wild yes so wild yes all that to say there is better smut out there and like if you're reading colin hoover's books for like the good writing damn do i have some news for you like you can read better i i have no words are you still thinking about some of the videos that i have been sent by bailey because they're so wild yeah okay well what do you want to talk about do you want to talk about pregnancy or do you want to talk about homosexuality This feels like a trick question. Uh, we can go back to pregnancy. Okay. That literally has nothing to do with me. So, Colleen Hoover, all, all three of the books we read had a pregnancy in them. And the pregnancy, like, only, like, really solved things. And wow. there was never... Yeah! Here's my defense of pregnancy solving things in It Ends With Us is, like, her having her baby is why she, like, fully leaves rival, Ryle. In Ugly Love, the pregnancy is, like, what cures Miles of his PTSD. And in Verity, I don't know, it is just kind of, like, sprinkled in there. But, like... pregnancy is what leads her to murder one of her children. No, 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 I'm talking about Lowen's pregnancy. Okay, well, I'm talking about Verity's pregnancy. Okay, okay. But, like, all of these books hinge on pregnancy, and also, it is fascinating to me that, like, Colleen Hoover could, like, grow up a very poor woman and be, like, more babies. With what money? I mean, nobody in her books are broke. They're all rich in her books. They're not thinking about that. That's true. Do you think that poor people shouldn't have kids? No, I'm just saying that, like, Colleen Hoover is, like, trying to, like, she's trying to make It Ends With Us so true to life. I don't know. I just, like... It feels very willy-nilly. She's like, you get a pregnancy. You get a pregnancy. You yeah. get a pregnancy. And, like, I don't think Miles has processed his trauma enough for a baby to fix him. You know that, um, you know that picture of, like, a huge hole in a, like, giant tank and then someone just, like, smacks a piece of tape over it? Like, yeah. that's the pregnancy in Ugly Love. It's, like, Miles, like, undeniable years-long trauma and PTSD. Smack! A baby! Yes. Well, he didn't and marry that's her bad. because she was pregnant. That's true, and that's different in comparison to the other two books. I mean, nobody got married because they were pregnant. Yeah, that's true. I just, like... It doesn't have to be in every book. It also is yeah. interesting like, to did me. Did you know that women can do things that aren't be pregnant? Yes. That's one of my questions. And the other that I have is, like, something that's interesting to me is, like, a lot of what I saw when I was on, like, Book Talk and Bookstagram was people who would, like, DNF books if there was, like, a surprise pregnancy in it. So it's really interesting to me. People just, like, don't want to read about it. 
And I think that, like, if you, like, talk about the nuance of, like, bringing a child into the world and the, like, pressure that puts on, like, women and the family and, like, how it changes relationships, like, interesting. Do it. But, like, these are just, like, sprinkled in weirdly. But anyway, like, book talk will be like, oh, I, like, won't finish a book because there's pregnancy in it. Okay, then why is Colleen Hoover, like, so fucking loved? Like, because all she's doing is sprinkling a little pre- a little pregnancy well, I in. I think that, like, it is very consumable. Oh, it is so they're, consumable. They're quick reads. Truly takes just, like, an hour or two. Yeah. Well, maybe two or three. But, like, you could gut through one of these in one sitting if you needed to. I have. Unfortunately. I have as well. I will say, and this is something to think about for next month, is, like, the Akatar books are, like, as wildly popular as Colleen Hoover. And the waitlist is still, like, miles, miles long. And they have approximately the same number of copies at the library. Like, they have an e-license for, like, 40 copies of It Ends With Us, and they have an e-license for, like, 40 copies of A Court of Thorns and Roses, and it's, like, a nine-week-long waiting list for Akatar. and I got all the Colleen Hoover books within, like, a day. Yeah. So maybe that tells you something about readability. Like, maybe that tells you something about, like, staying power. Um, but that's something to think about. Okay. Me saying why does Colleen Hoover, like, do we need to talk about homosexuality? I just wanted to talk about the fact that the only named gay person in any of the three of these books is used exclusively to make Ryle jealous at a party, and then, like, we never hear of him again. Yeah. Like, but he was really handsome. Yeah. And, like, very willing to be used. Yeah. It was just, like... There, besides Ellen, there are no queer women in these books. Correct. And, like, does it even count as Ellen being in these books? Ellen doesn't even count because, first of all, Ellen, second, they're just letters to her. She doesn't do anything in the books. Yeah, it just... It's just weird. I... I think if you're gonna write a bunch of books about straight people, it's kind of hallmarky. Like, in the way that Hallmark is, like, well, although they're starting to have, like, actual, like, gay and lesbian romances with Hallmark, which is so interesting, but, like, Hallmark did, for, like, most of the 2010s, have this issue where they were, like, well, we are starting to have people of color in these movies, and we are starting to have, like, gay people in these movies, and then they were always yeah. sidekicks. Yeah. And, like, that is what Colleen Hoover is doing. Yes. I don't know. I would be so... I would be so interested in reading how she writes gay sex. <laughs> if she just had, like, a gay main character. They're gonna be pregnant somehow. And, like, somehow on accident, too. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and I do want to read that book. Yeah. That makes sense. She's she's a wild one. Oh, you know what you're missing? Oh, no, 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 no. It is on the list. Never mind. I was gonna say you were missing Fanny. Um, I'm... How could I forget Fanny? Okay, let's move on to The Perfect Man. We are not going to include Ryle in The Perfect Man ranking because obviously he's dead last and I don't even think it's, like, very funny to talk about it and I think it would be much funnier to talk about why the people were where they are, like without having to be, like, tiptoeing around Ryle being, like, a really horrific abuser. So, um, Kayla and I have different rankings for two and three, but we have the same number one. And it's that Atlas is number one. Which was a boring choice, but whatever. 
Well, He's the I least mean, problematic. Least problematic. Knows how to cook. Like, no, yeah, at least Robert knows how to cook. Uh, like, only was like a little bit of a predator when he was a teenager. Yeah, he's had not a, emotionally you know what, abusive. You know, what? you know what? Yeah, he had a rough childhood, and he's like pretty normal, all things considered. So, and you know what? That's a, that's a high enough bar for a man to have to reach. Enough is to have a hard childhood and be pretty normal. can say that. Yeah. Yeah. And then your number two is Jeremy. My number two is Jeremy. And I think I'm okay with um Jeremy being number two because at least we, like, he knows why he's acting like that. And he, like, doesn't really deny it. And I also think that there is, like, an undercurrent in the book Verity of, like, Colleen is kind of acknowledging the, like, badness of these relationships. Like, I think that Verity is her, like, book that she's giving us the biggest wink. Yes. So, Jeremy is my number three because he did murder a woman. And attempt to murder her previously. (laughs) He, He tried, and then he succeeded, so... I am going to have to dock him a rank on that one. (laughs) I just feel as if... He did not even hear her out. Okay. If we are looking explicitly just at the men, Miles should probably be number two. But I think if we are looking at the men in the books, Jeremy is number two because Colleen is winking at us. Whereas in Ugly Love, it seems like she is like, taking the way that Miles treats Tate very seriously and, like, not not really, like, acknowledging to the reader, like, how abusive Miles is being. And I would yeah. rather, like, have a murderer who would admit it as my number two than, like, you know what? A I... real shit stain of a dude who just, like, gets apologized for, for, like, having some trauma. Yeah, I just, he tried to murder her twice. Yeah. That's crazy. That's true. That's true. That's true. Like, if it was just a writing exercise, he is the stupidest man on the planet. Like, he's got, like, one piece of gravel knocking around in there. Okay, but it's not a writing exercise because he knew, he saw how she treated the twins differently. Like, like, he noticed the pattern of behavior that she was describing in her books and was like, oh, this makes sense, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, go through your, go through your two and three. Yeah, my two is Miles, uh, because he did not murder anybody. He, I don't know, he's also, like, a freak, though. Um, yeah, he's mostly just annoying. Like, he was being abusive. It was, like, the whole, like, I just want to be friends with benefits, and then, like, leading her on. But she was, like, um, you can't leave me on because I don't even want anything. So they're both just, like, being annoying the whole time. Yeah, they just, like, the whole thing is also, bad. Like, for real, should have just gone to therapy. Like, once. Yeah. I agree with you. I think that, like, that, and I think what it comes back to for me again and again is, like, I don't like that there is no acknowledgement from the characters or the author that, like, abuse is happening in the third book. Just because he isn't, like, backhanding her across the face or shoving her down a flight of stairs, like, doesn't mean that Miles is not abusive to Tate. And, like, that, I think, just, like, like, people thinking that Miles is a hot love interest... I think they're mostly just, like, bad communicators. 
Yes. Yeah. That that is true. Okay, you want to talk about the perfect woman, and then we'll get into oh, yeah recommendations. But also, Miles is my two because I can sympathize with fooling around in a parked car, and Jeremy is three because I cannot sympathize with fingering and shake and shake. Well, you also can't. I don't know. Yeah, I was. Yeah, fingering and shake and shake. Which do you think is worse? Um, Lily Blossom Bloom having her cookie out with a casserole or Jeremy <laughs> fingering her in the steak and shake. Mm. It's the steak and shake. I but steak like and shake is ha- okay, I'm just saying. You can do just, it. I can't. I can't. Just letting somebody near your cooter with those greasy <laughs> hands. Like, having... There is salt your, and spices on there! Having your front butt <laughs> make an appearance in the steak and shake is crazy. No, it's horrible. It's horrific. Letting, letting your beaver near the casserole, at least it's in the privacy of your own home. That's true. That's true. Like, if okay. your snatch has to come in contact with food, that is not for the public. Correct. Also, like... As someone who is currently, like, a low-wage retail worker, like, oh my god. Oh my god. Like, if someone had their hands up someone else's skirt at work, I literally would have to call the police. Like, I would just be like, I'll kill you. Maybe, maybe I'd accidentally turn the hose on near them and, like, really spray them down. Because, like, guys, like... You cannot be having public sex. You can't. Not it's just nursery. No, well, not really anywhere. In broad yeah. daylight? And I know that it was, like, night when they went to Steak and Shake, but it's not dark in the Steak and Shake. <laughs> the lights are on in every Fully on. It Fully is on. lit. Yeah. If you want to go to, like, a 50s or 60s themed diner and get fingered, Jesus Christ, at least go to Winstead's. They can't afford to turn the lights up above 50%. Okay. The perfect woman. Uh, number one, immediately Verity. Correct. At least she gave us something to work with. We celebrate crazy women. Yes, we do celebrate crazy women. We celebrate women who write. Yeah, this Women is a podcast about books. something to say who unapologetically want Beardbird to scar their punani. <laughs> oh my god. It would, if you got scratched up so bad that it's scarred down there, it would hurt to piss. Like, until you healed. Yes, I also agree that Verity is number one. I kind of agree with your whole list here. Yeah, my number two is Verity's Nurses. Uh, Verity's Nurses might be the only rational women in, like, any of these Yeah, books. They were like, please talk to, even though she was just pretending, they were like, please talk to her like she's here. Like, stop being a dick. And they were also like, please stop fucking her husband in her home. Yeah. Asshole. Biting the same headboard. Biting the same yeah. bite mark in the same headboard. Get your own headboard to bite. Also, like, Lowen, I don't think that Lowen would have bit the headboard if she had not read about the biting of the headboard. Lowen's a weirdo. Absolutely not. I don't, yeah. I don't mean, like, Lowen a freak. Like, I mean, Lowen's a fucking weirdo. Like, yeah. But also at number three, so at Target, we saw, what was it, like, the Capitalist Fitness or something like that? 
or capitalism for feminists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so that's what Lowen is doing. She's chasing her bag. She's getting her cash flow up. So I have to put That's true. She does really secure the bag. Yeah. So, she, yeah. But, she's also a weirdo. Truly so weird. And she had the letter, she ate a piece of paper. Oh my god, does she swallow the letter? Does she swallow the letter? She flushed part of it and ate the rest of it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. I don't remember that. Crazy. Yeah, I unfortunately do. (laughs) That is crazy behavior. Uh, number four is Tate. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I might flip Tate and Lily. Because I, I put Lily at number five mostly because the letters to Ellen. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> However, like, Lily leaves her abuser and, like, truly kicks him out of her life. Well, kind so, of. She, like, realistically, hmm. that does make her number one. But I do think it's funnier to say that she's number five because she wrote letters to Ellen and because her name is Lily Blossom Bloom. Yeah, bad name, bad letters to Ellen, still when she's talking about her own life as an adult, is talking like she's a 14-year-old girl. Maybe that's what made me so uncomfortable about, like, reading about her being attracted to Atlas as a teenager, is she did sound the same way as she was when she was, like, 30. Yeah. Like, 14-year-old Lily Blossom Bloom, if Atlas went down on her, sorry, 16, if Atlas went down on her, would still have been like, that was awesome. Which she that also does rocks. when she's, yeah, when she's 30. Yeah, we, she is a girl boss, though. She's a business major. She, ha- she, she had a true. corporate job and then decided to open a flower shop. I had a corporate job and then I decided to work at a plant store. You're Lily Blossom Bloom. You're just like her. Lily Blossom Bloom Core, you heard it here first. Yeah, I'm gonna put my Lily will be my number four, and Tate will be my number five. You're both pregnant. Tate is so spineless; she has to be number five. Like, I'm sorry if a man treats you like that. Like, I don't care how good the dick is. Get out. Get out. She was annoying. I just didn't really care. I had more slander to say. Okay, so Lily does deserve to be number one. But, uh, yeah, I really just did not give a fuck about Tate. Yeah, I also don't really give a fuck about Tate. Um, let's see. Recommendations. I... I just read these three really excellent romances that I'm going to recommend. They're not particularly similar to the way that Colleen Hoover writes. They're definitely more, like, cartoon cover romance. But, like, if you want, like, good smut and actual character growth and, like, non-abusive relationships, you should read the Brown Sisters trilogy, one of which we will be doing for the pod. Um, Very exciting. My friend Mo is going to be on in October, and we're going to do Bodyguard Month, which I think is going to be such a good one. Um, but there, the first one is Get a Life, Chloe Brown. The second one is Take a Hint, Danny Brown. And then the third one is Act Your Age, Eve Brown. And they're very, very good. If you want to read a book about a man being kind of controlling and a woman being kind of like flaky and a little a little dumb you can read literally anything by tessa bailey um and there will also be better smut in it than any colleen hoover book um if i really like anything by rachel lynn solomon i just read a really good uh 
trapped in a time loop one by her. That is a good one as well. If you're looking for romances, um, I don't really read a lot of like super modern fiction, um, which is what this is, except if it's romances. However, I literally don't remember if I recommended this book, but like, no, that doesn't have to do with Colleen Hoover. I won't recommend that. Kayla, do you have recommendations? That's about what I've got. Yeah, so I would say if you're looking for so Colleen Hoover's books are I think verging on like trauma porn. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yes. Like are you also getting that vibe? Yes, I agree. Just read a little life. It it doesn't get worse than that. It's beautifully written. It's also yeah. a little bit problematic. So if you like want to read something extraordinarily sad, a little life is extraordinarily sad. If you want to read a slow burn romance novel, you oh, can read on. The Awakening. Kayla! <laughs> I really love The Awakening. I hate to say it, but I... I actually don't hate to say it. I really thought it was wonderful. Oh, I mean, if we're if we're recommending classics, if you want to I mean, read about a man being, being a kind sarcastic of sarcastic about that, but I don't know if I'm being sarcastic about this one. Being if, facetious, but you know, if you like Colleen Hoover, I don't think you're going to like the Awakening. But however, I was, a little bit, I was doing a little bit. Well, if we're recommending classics and you want to read about, like, a man being kind of abusive and, like, living in a manor, like, fucking read Jane Eyre. Or if like, you read about, if you want to read about a man who is being so weird all the time. With and has his wife also, locked in an attic. No, I was going to say a man who's being so weird, has a bad relationship with women, but is trying and you want to read a book within a book, you can read 1984 by George Orwell. Oh, my God. Can you tell that Kayla's going to teach English this year? Allegedly. I think I, think I mean that. I think that Jane Eyre is actually a good wreck if you, like, like the kind of stories that Colleen Hoover is telling, especially if you liked Verity. If you want to read, like, an actual well-written novel with, like, not the most shockingly dissimilar plot. Oh my god, did she steal Jane Eyre? Oh my gosh, the Jane Eyre rewrite. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, well, um, yeah, another announcement. Betsy and I are going to do Jane Eyre month. That's fun. And we're going to, like, read a bunch of different Jane Eyres. And she also did said she's going to, like, send me the scholarly article that is, like, oh my the, gosh. the basis of, like, most most current interpretations of Jane Eyre in scholarship is, like, this article. She, like, can, she can, like, quote the title by memory. So it's, like, wow, a very famous, like, yeah. piece of literature. And so, yeah, I will ask her to text it to me. I think I've talked to Lydia about it as well. But, um, um do you have, like, all the months filled up? When is the podcast ending? I don't know when the podcast is ending. I think ending the podcast will make me feel like a quitter. It's just going to um, end it whenever you stop having fun. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so. Um, I want to do if, at least a year. If you run out of people, like, to not hit a year, or if. Oh, we're past a year, a year at this point. Like, I'm booked out through February. That's what I thought. So if, like, after February, you're like, I still want to keep doing it. I will read the crazy Instagram books with you. Oh, my God. Oh, I have to tell you. So um, we've had a little switcheroo on September. And yeah. Brennan and I are going to do the hockey romances in September. So I'm the, so excited. I'm also excited. I have never talked about romance books with a boy who was not my boyfriend. So I... I'm really fascinated to hear what Brennan has to say about 
the smut in the hockey romances that he owns and will be airdropping to me at Summer League. Oh my so, gosh, I am so excited. Yeah, I am too. Um, so anyway, next week we are starting long-awaited A Court of Thorns and Roses. Um, I was supposed to finish reading it today, but I left it in my locker at work because I was going to read it over lunch and then I almost dropped dead. And so I could not read it today. Instead, I'm watching the Hillsong documentary. Um, and that will be, Jess will be back. We're really going to make a hard turn from legitimate literature with Sally Rooney and go just like straight into Sarah J. Moss which I have a lot of things to say about. Um, thank you for coming on, Kayla. I had I'm a good time. I'm so glad to be here. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, what were you going to say? There were some... There was, there was a lot of second dick, but some cops got rocked. And you know what? That's all you can really ask for. Is for a cock to get rocked every once in a while. Follow if us on I, Instagram. If I had a cock, I'd like it to get rocked. <laughs> and with that, follow us on Instagram at English Majors Pod. Send us an email at EnglishMajorsPod at gmail.com. And next week, we'll be back with the first Akatar book. Bye, everybody. Bye.